You spent like 350K the wrong way? The wrong way. How? You know, it was just an investment. I was making quick money. Mm -hmm. So it was easy for me to spend the money to invest in myself. For me, it was like an investment of bettering myself and getting to the next level. Okay. But it wasn't like, all right, I got a hundred grand. We have a whole plan. We have a whole strategy. We know what we're going to do. That wasn't it. It Mm -hmm. was like, Okay, we need ten thousand for this video shoot. We need twenty thousand. Ten thousand just for one video. One of my like Damn. fifteen thousand. Then that's just for the video to be shot. Then you gotta think about wardrobe, hair, the rental cars, the the mansions, the girls, and so like videos coming out to twenty five thousand. But Damn. if I knew then what I know now, yeah, I would have yeah, yeah. spent three hundred dollars on a video, <laughs> shot it right at the gas station, <laughs> yeah. and put ten fifteen thousand on promo. Hey, what name of this f-ing show? I talk great. I talk great. Is your hair thinning and not growing back to its fullest potential? Well, let me refer you to the Action Hair Care products, right? Angie and her daughter, Ali, has 21 plus years of experience and they specialize in hair growth products, customized hair color, deep moisturizing treatments, and updated hair care routines that are natural and cruelty free. So if you don't want to end up like me, let me tell you what you do. They're going to promise to give you the best experience for full potential for hair growth, right? So get your papers and pens out right now, and I need you to head over to www.actionhaircareproducts.com. I'm going to say it again, www.actionhaircareproducts.com. And if you're local and you're in the area, you can head over to Deco Drive Beauty Supply in Miramar Parkway, Florida. Also, LA Beauty Supply in North Lauderdale, Florida. White Diamonds Beauty in Fort Pierce. So if you're in that area, head out there to White Diamonds Beauty. And Glam's Beauty Supplies in Port St. Lucie. So let them know Mr. Williams from I Talk Great sent you. Now back to the episode. Yeah. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's your boy, Mr. Williams, I Talk Great. Where we talk about the gray areas of business because it's never just black and white. I got a heavy hitter in the building. <laughs> How are you doing, Queen? I am blessed. How are you? I am awesome. Yes, you are. So yeah. it's Kanisha Myrie. Kanisha Myrie. Okay, okay. So I got it right. All right. <laughs> or better known as Miami Tip. Miami Tip. Or Tip Drill. Which one are you going by now? Miami Tip. Okay, okay. Or tip. I, I, I prefer just Tip. Just you know? Tip? Yeah. Okay. Just right. the Tip. Just tip out that. Like, hey, <laughs> just Tip. <laughs> all right, all right. So before we get too far in it, right, where are you from? Because I know you're not from Miami, right? I'm originally from Long Island, New York. Okay, yeah. NYC in the building. Yes. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm from New York originally too, Queens. Oh, okay, not too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven one eight in the house. I think like a lot of New Yorkers reside in Miami now. Yeah, you know the rent is getting crazy down here, but you know, here it's is where it's at. Equal to like New York. <laughs> yeah, one bedroom like five thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, for nothing really, right? You know, you know. Okay, so what brought you down here? Um, well, my mom, I moved here when I was 10, so I moved here because of my mom. Okay, okay, okay. So I had no choice. Yeah, you had no choice. Okay, yeah. But that was the best decision she made. All right, all right, all right. So kind of give us an overview of, like, your childhood a bit. Um, well, we moved down here from New York when I was 10, so I mm-hmm. did uh, elementary school, middle school, and okay. um, high school in Coral Springs. Uh-huh. And then... Um, okay, Coral Springs High? Yeah, no, I went to Ramblewood. I went to Forest Hills Elementary, Ramboard Middle, and Stoneman Douglas High in Parkland. Okay. And then um, 
when I t- got into my teenage years, I started becoming like real rebellious and started hitting the mm. streets, running away okay. from my house, not going to school, you know. Uh, what do you think led to that? Just, you know what? I feel like um, a lot, a lot, my, my life now, like it's funny, I'm going through like a whole um, exploring, you know, trying to become conscious of my unconscious self. And a lot of mm. it, you have to dig back to your roots. And yes, so you yes. have to go back to your childhood. So that is a good question. And it's like what I'm going through now. Yes, yes. Um, I feel like it comes from not being able to express my emotions to my mom. Mm. Um, my mom was a single parent. She was very okay. strict. <clears throat> she comes, she's had a hard life. So like she was very overprotective. Adjust. Yeah. She was over, like very overprotective of me and my brother and just making sure we do the right thing. But it was kind of like okay. a little overbearing at times. So not being able to, I wasn't told when I did something wrong, like this is not, you shouldn't do that. And mm. This is why. And I'm going to show you how it was like, you did something wrong. I'm going to beat your ass I'll for be- it. <laughs> and you be- you better not do it again. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. explanation. You know what I'm you saying? You got an so island like, mom? Huh? Where's she from? She's Puerto Rican. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Okay, okay. You speak Spanish? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, okay. That's like one of the things I wish. Like, yeah, no, it comes in handy down it here. It comes in so handy. So, where was your dad at? My dad just wasn't there. Like, so, so he and, was like, uh, okay. When I was in New York, he was around, so mm-hmm. I knew of him, but he wasn't a hands-on dad. And then when I moved to Florida, like he never called us. It wasn't no birthdays. It wasn't no you should mm. behave for your mom. It was none of that. So my dad wasn't there. Where's he from? He's from New York. He's, okay. He's he's African American. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. I know I know how that could be because I'm a parent. Uh-huh. You know, so I try to not go down the same route that I saw my dad did. I like to explain things. Right. Because I think kids need to know why, hey, I'm telling you, you got to get off the phone, but why? Right. So they can kind of look at it and say, okay, I'm not a slave or I'm not just right. being told or something. Or they're understanding. Not. And then that, yeah. that, that will, you know, follow them into their adulthood where they, they understand why they can't do certain things or that's where discipline comes into play. Facts. They, they're already disciplined and they're used to it. So it won't be... You know, no crazy reactions to simple demands or commands, yes. you know. So, yeah, okay, I agree. Okay. So, how did you get that name, though? Tip Drill or Miami Tip? Tip Drill. Okay, so Tip Drill was, when I, when I was a dancer, uh-huh. they was like, you dance. My name my name was like Fantasy Red or Red Red China or something like that. And Red then China, okay. They was like, you dance like the girls in the Tip Drill video like fast. So like mm. the other girls when I was dan- when I first came in the game, they were real sexual. They knew how to dance and yeah, the yeah. whole sexual appeal, sex appeal. Uh-huh. I was very wild and I was fast. I was off beat. Like I was wild. So they was like, you dance like the girls in the Tip Drill video. You should call yourself Tip Drill. And I was like, I'm not calling myself no Tip Drill. Like it says. Must so that be song wasn't about you? Fate. No. That song is actually the generation, like, before. Because when I started dancing, that song had already been big and came and left. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that was, like, the generation before me. So, no, the song wasn't about me, and everybody thinks that. I thought, did it help you out a bit, though? No, not really. No, okay, okay. You still had to build your own catalog. Okay. uh, um, Because, like I said, when I got into the game at that time, the song was already... It was really gone. It had already out. had its moment. Oh, okay, and, okay, you know, okay. 
So when they told me that, I was like, I'm not. The song says it must be ass and hate your face. I'm not naming myself Tip Drill. And the girl yeah. <laughs> was like, you should do it, do it, do it, do it. So I named myself Tip Drill. I just told the DJ, call Tip Drill onto the stage. And ever since that time, the stuck. name just stuck with me because of my personality, the mm. way that I dance and stuff like that. So okay, okay. that's where Tip Drill came from. And then Miami Tip was when I was decided not to dance anymore and I wanted to explore the music world and mm. become a music artist but I wanted people to take me serious yeah. for my music. I didn't want them to like correlate like, the stripper yeah, yeah, yeah. and this new tip that you know I'm building or whatever so they was like you need a new name and I wanted a new name and we were just like oh well you rep Miami so Miami tip and everybody calls me tip anyways. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. I ain't gonna front. Mm. I was looking at some of your stuff. You can spit. I you can. got yeah, because I, I, you know you see I have people, a story to tell. Okay, but I mean when I say you got flow, because mm-hmm. some Thank of these you. female artists it kind of trash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I was like, hold on, she she riding the beat, she mm-hmm. switching it up. Okay, I'm kind of. I, I was dead serious about my music, but I see. I, it, it, for me, music was like a way out. Like this was uh-huh. my plan B. This was something that I was like in okay. hopes that it would take me from the strip club, you know? So I was very serious about it. I was serious about staying away from um, putting my sexuality out there. So okay. although people were telling me like, oh, you should rap in a thong, I was against it. Cause it's like, that's not what I'm trying to portray. I'm trying to get away from that stigma or okay. that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That whole personality or whatever. So when I was doing music, it was like, like a way out. All right. So that's what got you into it. Cause you was trying to, transition from that world to now the music world right okay so i also saw a clip where you said you spent like 350k the wrong way the wrong way how i have it all written down because still to this day i write down everything i make everything i spend yeah and um so i knew i know exactly how much i spent on music and it was just i got in the game you know it was just an investment i was making quick money Mm -hmm. so it was easy for me to spend the money to invest in myself for me it was like an investment of bettering myself and getting to the next level okay but it wasn't like all right i got a hundred grand we have a whole plan we have a whole strategy we know what we're gonna do that wasn't it it Mm -hmm. was like okay we need ten thousand for this video shoot we need twenty thousand ten thousand just for one video one of my, like 15,000, then that's just for the video to be shot. Then you got to think about wardrobe, hair, the rental cars, the the mansions, the girls. And so like videos coming out to 25,000. But Damn. if I knew then what I know now, yeah, I would have yeah, yeah. spent $300 on a video, <laughs> shot it right at the gas station <laughs> yeah. and put 10, 15,000 on promo. Yeah, because facts, facts. what I was doing then is, okay, the video's 15,000. Now I got to go to work, make 15 grand mm-hmm. in two days. I'm gonna come back with 15 grand. Then I got to worry about wardrobe hair and all that. That's another five grand, but then we don't have a marketing plan facts, and then facts. marketing I hope for, y'all the, listening to for this. the things that we were doing or back then before Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. you had to spend a little bit of money. So now we're back at no money for marketing because we need 20 grand for marketing. Now I got to go back to work, put a pause so, like, I'm going two, three weeks, no marketing. You, you're not hearing the record. You're not knowing what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And with society and the way people's brains work, like, you have to be consistent. No, so, facts. when you take a break, it's it's a, so now you just shot this $25,000 video. 
it's already the moment's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So okay. yeah, if I knew then what I know now, I definitely would have did it different. No, I tell artists this all the time, man. Promo, marketing, it's everything. All of those things are so important. And because if you, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you pay attention to like even the big labels and all the yeah. big people, all it is that they did was crazy promo there's people that spend millions facts fashion over spends millions yeah. on promo a month no you got to people the artists that are at the super bowl pay to be there right they don't get paid to right. do that so i tell artists all the time if these artists are at this level mm-hmm. 50 cent snoop dog or i think it was rihanna just the other day mm-hmm. if they're paying to be at this level you know what i'm saying to get this type of promo how you don't think you're supposed to do that. Right. <laughs> you got to right. do the same thing. Once you're done at the studio, there's still more work to be done. Right. You know what I'm saying? So what would you say is your greatest collab? Uh, in the music? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I had a lot of uh, dope collabs. I had uh-huh. collabs from actual people that I actually liked, uh, that I actually okay. respected, and I wanted to work with them. Yeah. Tory Lanez is one. I've always respected yeah, his artistry. Talented, I've always respected watching him work. Um, mm-hmm. Tory Lanez wrote a whole song for me for a thousand dollars. The song and featured on it, and it was a thousand dollars. So, I was like, I knew Tory before he became really, really big. But I always watched. Like, I knew Tory when he was sleeping at his homeboy's house on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, okay, okay. I've always had respect for his artistry. Yeah. Um, XXX, I, I worked with him. Okay, all right. R.I.P. to R.I.P., yeah. Um, I, this this was right at his, in the, right in the beginning. It was, was right before he took off. But I, yeah. he was, I loved him as soon as I heard him. Mm-hmm. Um, all Greasy. I've okay. always respected him. All Greasy, uh, Gunplay, yeah, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. Always respected him. Uh, Trina. Trina, okay. Fetty Wap. Like, but the people that I'm naming are people that, these people are like, real life like icons in, in my yeah. eyes yeah. legends like they really like they're different so everybody that i wanted to work with at that time i was able to work with so okay. i can't name one like and say oh this is my best okay, okay i, I really have a you know a like just a thing for them yeah 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 and and, and I'm, I'm appreciative of of all of their verses and okay. all the love they showed me all right all right that's what's up so we also see that you're on love and hip-hop how'd you make that happen um Shit, I, I they made it. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. even know. Like they just hit me up. They said that I was the first person they hit up, uh-huh. and there was I was the first person that they interviewed. Okay, and um, is that your life on there? You're portraying, or is this just you just put it on a roll for the camera? Um, no, for me, nothing is fake for me. Okay, I don't, I don't come up with storylines. I don't fake nothing. I don't sit with other cast members and try to like. I don't, I don't do that, but that's why you don't see a lot of me. You, you don't see a personal side of me. You see me really indulging with, with my ops. You see me really indulging with my friends. These yeah. are real situations. You don't really get to see the personal side of me because I don't go that deep. I just know how to, you know how to move. Yeah. 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 Okay. 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 Because I was wondering because I, I, I was on the set of Love and Hip Hop one time and then I was like, hold on, is this. All scripted, or is this somebody? I hate real when life? people say that it's scripted. Okay, and that kind of so comes. Not. It to me, it's not because okay. it kind of comes from um, other cast members or older cast members that got mad or mm-hmm. they got mad at the way something was edited or yeah. got mad at the way that fans reacted. And they say, "Oh, well, that shit was fake, anyways." Or it's scripted. <laughs> 
you they don't make you say anything that you don't want to say. Uh, They're not okay. telling you to say this. So there's no it, clickbait they, or nothing. Every season they ask you, or every couple of days they ask you, what do you have going on with this person? What okay. do you have going on with this person? What's going on in your life? And you tell them, if you tell them, I have a problem with gunplay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In their brains, you got a problem with gunplay. So they're going to put you in a situation where you can come to terms with that problem yeah. with gunplay. What mm-hmm. you say and what he says and how he reacts, that's on y'all. Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? Right. I, I don't feel like it's scripted. I mean, I mean some, I, I don't know. I don't, me, you ain't keep nothing it fake with me. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing nothing. I, and if they throw me in something that I'm unaware of or whatever, I'm, it's going to be my real reactions. Yeah, yeah. My real emotions. Like, yeah. Okay, so, just keep yeah. it in 100% authentic. Exactly. Okay, okay. But I see you got some skills on the screen, like, you know, acting. Yes. What would be, like, your ultimate role that you could see yourself playing? Mm. Where you could still be you, but, or would you want to come out of? I would want to come out of me. Okay. Because people hit me up all the time. They want me to do shit that's, like, regular, like, mm. be a stripper, be a madam, be a female pimp, or ah, be okay. you be an, a musician, or you know what I'm saying? That's regular. I would like to play a role of something that would take people can see the vulnerable side or yeah. that I can do it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Because well, doing something that I do every day, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. acting. Yeah, and it's not challenging you either right. to surely show what you can do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We can get you in a scary movie or something exactly. like that. You know what I mean? Really act and you can really see it. Holla at Tyler Perry, you know what I'm right. saying? Make exactly. it happen. You know? Exactly. <laughs> So I also saw a post that you were on and you said that you tried, I'm trying to pronounce it right. Philosocybin? Yes. How do you, how do you say Philocybin. it? Philocybin. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 How was that experience? Amazing. What made you want to try that though? Cause I was called for it. Like I was chosen the, the spirit, uh-huh. the universe called me to it. Um, I was going, to, I, I just been at a point with, you know, coming, getting older mm-hmm. and going through a lot of things in life and the way I was raised. And like, I kind of was on like autopilot my whole life. So mm. everything that the way I was reacting to things, you know, it was this how, how I've been my whole life. You know, I never yeah. knew there were other options or other ways. So, okay getting older i'm realizing that those ways and those reactions is not working anymore so it's like what like i gotta know what else is out like i was stuck in a box and i feel like a lot of us are stuck in this box not knowing that there's a whole world outside of this box so if my my intentions going into doing it um Mm -hmm. i wanted to retrain my brain i wanted to not let other people make me react in ways that is not of me or my character or make me react in ways that I'm going to regret later or say things like I want to be in control of my own energy. So okay. that was my intentions okay. going into it. It was an amazing experience. I was like I said, I was already researching ayahuasca. Ayahuasca is like, yeah. you know, what I'm saying that's next level. But yeah, yeah, people yeah. Around me was like, you know, you don't want to jump there without doing this so there's steps yeah, yeah, so that was like walk. my right that was my first step and um but i've i was saying during i kept saying this is something everybody that i want everybody to try but obviously yeah. if you're not mentally stable this is not for you if you're not in a position in life where you're ready to take accountability and you're ready to accept all your flaws and you're ready to change for real 
while you're ready to heal, right? Yeah. Then it's not for you. I yes. am at that point in yeah. life where I want to become more conscious of my unconscious. Want to be your best you self. You know what I'm saying? I want to be the best for the highest version of me that I can be because that's the only way I'm going to evolve. That's the only way I'm going to elevate. Like I'm a great person. I got a great hustle in me, but yeah. Because of my ways of thinking, sometimes it could affect me. So okay. I wanted to dig deep in myself, dig deep in my soul, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm ready for change in my life. I'm ready to cage this wild animal version <laughs> yeah, yeah. of me. You yes. know what I'm saying? I'm yes. ready to tell myself, sit down, yeah. think before you react. I want to okay. be slow to reacting. Like I want this. I want to everything that I've done in my life, the choices that I've made, like. I've never really celebrated myself or gave myself love and been like, you know, uh, you accomplished this. Like, that's mm-hmm. good for you. Pat yourself on the back. Mm-hmm. Nah, for me, it was just like, keep pushing. Okay, I did this. That's what I'm supposed to do. What's next? And push through that. I did yeah. that. What's next? You know what I'm saying? I never stopped and loved myself. And that's very important. Yeah. Can't love nobody else unless right. you love yourself first. You have to, that man. is the truest love. Right. Loving self first. Yeah. Okay. Because I also saw you put, because you said a choice, right? Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that it is a choice to be a stripper. So what made you make that choice? Because that was all I know. What, what I had around me, the people that I had mm-hmm. around me, that's what they, that I told them my problem or they see me going through my problem. They're like, look, try this. So there was nobody else or... to be like, you know, don't do that. I have okay. a better option for you. You know what I'm really? saying? It was, I was going, I was, shit, I didn't have my mom. I didn't have my dad. I didn't have my baby daddy. So nine to five my was My back never... is against the wall. Yeah, nine to five. I've always worked. Like, I started working at McDonald's. Like, I've always okay. worked my whole life. Like, I've been right. a hustler. I've had the work ethic in me. But mm-hmm. working at McDonald's is not going to pay. My mom's in jail. I got to pay for a two-bedroom rent. You know what I'm saying? She gave us some of the rent before she left. But after a while, we had to pay. It's like, how the fuck I'm going to pay this rent. McDonald's is not going to pay this. Like 17, 16. Damn. Okay. So I had a 16-year-old friend who was already dancing. Ah, and she was like, you should circle. try it. Yeah. Come on, and, girl. Let's right, go. Right. And I was, shit, the first day I was, I made the rent. In one day. In so <laughs> one day. <laughs> so it was a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. How long were you in that field? Um, I started dancing at 16. Then I stopped. Really? Yeah. Then I stopped. Uh, I got pregnant with my son. I had my son. Then I went back. Like, how old were you when you got pregnant with your son? I was seventeen. I had my well, yeah, I was seventeen or probably sixteen because I had my oh, son wow. like before I turned right before I turned eighteen. Okay. Yeah. And was then, that a result from the strip life? Um, no, because I started dancing at sixteen, but I only did like thirty days, and then my baby daddy stopped me. Then I got mm. pregnant. But I was already with my baby daddy since I was 14. Okay, and okay. Young got, high school love. Right, exactly. All right. No, something like no. that. No, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was 24. So, I was 14. Oh, oh was, wow. Yeah, but you so know, I don't want to say thing. no young yeah. love because that, that situation was like a... He was prepping me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that type of stuff, like, you know, everybody was getting on R. Kelly, but you always saw that. When I was in school, when I was in 10th grade, none mm-hmm. of the girls was talking to the guys in the school. It right. was always an the older, older dude guys, pulling up yeah. in the Acura and mm-hmm. the Honda and scooping them up. Well, so, for me, it was the guys in the dunks with the toys okay. and candy paint. Okay, know? okay. But, um, but that's why during the R. Kelly thing, and I don't want to say too much on it because it's like a sensitive cho- topic. Yeah, yeah. I was very, like, I knew at 13, 
I didn't want the boys in school and I knew mm. what to do to get the older boys and I knew where to go to get the older boys and I had it in my brain. You know what I'm saying? I you was locked in. To like if it, if we've been, I've been around celebrities since I was 13. Okay. On them. They don't know I'm 13. I'm telling them I'm 18. I know what I'm doing is wrong, but yes, I'm still a child mm-hmm. and they can manipulate your brain, but yeah. I it was hard for me to put full blame on R. Kelly. Because I okay. did blame the parents, and I, yeah. and I did, you know, and I did feel like the girls knew what they were doing, mm-hmm. even though they were still young. But that's like a whole yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like you, sixteen, topic. you seventeen, yeah. you, you kind of be someone that come that, that I come from that. Like I was, yeah. I was running away at thirteen. So for, at thirteen years old, I was already looking for niggas to pay my phone bill and take me shopping, and the, uh-huh. the, the, the boys in school couldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so but yeah. Okay, okay, okay. She said the boys at school could do, do that. So your uh son's dad, right? Yeah. When he was trying to get you out of the strip club, was he one of those guys? Because I was one of those type it guys. It wasn't like, like he, hey, go ahead. you know, you know, you know, you could do better than this, you know. And was he in your air like that? No, it was more of like a, a controlling situation. It wasn't like he cared about me and it was like, I don't want to see you doing this. I want to see uh-huh. better and I want to put you in position to win. No, it oh, was okay. like, bitch, you out here showing these niggas my pussy. You supposed to be in the house doing nothing. Okay, okay. It was like that. All right. So uh, Just we, stay home and had the kids and right. cook clean and shut up. Right. Okay, exactly. okay, Why okay. I cheat on you all day, every day. <laughs> she said, why and, I cheat and, on and you? watch my other kids while I go out with this other lady. <laughs> Yeah, it was that. Be the nanny. Right. You know, and we're going to have a village here. Right. Okay, okay. Would you prefer, or did you prefer, right, mm-hmm. stripper or exotic dancer? Before I used to say exotic dancer, like I would feel some way uh-huh. when somebody called me stripper because sh- stripper, the word stripper has a, it's just like a stigma behind it. You think of a low class yeah. bitch that go in the back rooms, get paid to suck dick real quick, nasty, <laughs> like. Yeah. You think that when you think stripper. So all like a lot of time during these years, I would hate mm-hmm. when people said stripper. Mm. I would prefer exotic dancer, but I ain't no exotic dancer either. So entertainer, entertainer. preferably for okay. me. Yeah, okay. That's what, what you'd I rather like be called. Because I was, time. you know, in every sense of the word, an entertainer. Yeah. How did you acquire those acrobatic skills though? Was that like from childhood? Uh, well, yeah, I was already athletic. I, mm. Like I grew up playing soccer, running track, doing karate. I've always been okay. in sports. I've always been athletic. I also was on a dance team, so I was always used uh, to being in front of an audience performing. Okay. I come from drama class. Like I'm already used. I was already molded into that. So, um, mm-hmm. what was the question again? Sorry. <laughs> How did you acquire those acrobatic oh, so skills that, that you going on, like getting in a strip club? I'm like this big. These women are fine as hell. Yeah. Thick as hell. You know, Miami breeds like really yeah, yeah, natural yeah. That, thick that, women don't, don't, with that, sex appeal, everything. I'm this big yeah. going in the club, 17, 16 years old, and I have competition. So mm-hmm. I had to be total opposite of them. But I already was very, I'm a very upper person, yeah, energetic. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I get on stage and I'm energetic, uppity, and then I taught myself how to climb the pole. And so I knew I had to be different if I was going to get money because if I was dependent on my body and my sex appeal, it wasn't there. Okay. So because I was wild and because I didn't really care and do all the crazy acrobatic stuff, yeah. it separated me from them. Uh, and I was able to create my own lane. Okay. Okay. So yeah. she was still thinking. Right. All right. All right. <laughs> so how did you, how did you come into the near death experience then? Um, well, this was, 
this night, I mean, that is written, like, it was written, like, that was supposed to happen to me. I feel like it was a blessing in disguise. Um, everything about this night was, like, red flags, mm-hmm. and, like, I got to work late. I was only going, it was a Friday. I didn't work Fridays. I was only going because my homegirl at the time was suspended, and okay. she was just going back, and she's suspended like, Suspended from the strip me. club? Yeah. You get really? suspended, you fight, you do too much, you steal, you get suspended. Uh, okay. <laughs> you get oh, fined, wow. you get okay. suspended. Right. <laughs> so she was coming off a of suspension, didn't want to go back by herself. She uh-huh. asked me to go with her. I overslept. Um, it was a Friday. I don't work Fridays. And they told me to go on stage because it was some guys from Europe or something. And they was like, there's nobody here that they, they got money. Like, go hype them up, whatever, whatever. So as soon as I get there, after getting there late, they're rushing me. I didn't get to finish my makeup. Mm-hmm. I had to rush on the stage, go downstairs. It's not the main stage that I'm used to going on. It's a whole up different stage. So it's like a whole bunch of red flags. Wow. And so I go on stage and do the same thing that I've been doing for the last five years and just miscalculated a step. I feel like it was supposed to happen because. So the signs were there. For yeah, you the to signs not do were that. like. Yeah. It was like thinking about it, not, you know, after the fact. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Damn, like everything was there for me not to do it, but it was supposed to happen. So you, you think you didn't see the signs because of the kind of lifestyle you was in? Yeah, didn't allow too you. fast. Yeah, okay. I ain't, I've never been spiritual like before. Before. I believed in God, but I wasn't like talking to God all day, every day. I didn't like know Bible verses and things like that. So, okay. um, I wasn't able to be like God was trying to silence me and say, be still, don't do it, don't do it. I was ignoring it, moving too fast. And um, mm. because of my accident, uh, it's because it's the reason why I'm where I'm at today. Um, you know, so it's a, I have a closer way closer right after my accident. Like when I was unconscious, I was talking to God like God came to me like I my relationship with God is so much stronger yeah. now because of that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tell people that all the time. Sometimes a turbulent situation has to occur. We may not like it, but it has to occur right. in order for us to see or go through certain things. Right. I've been trying to get my daughter to understand that now. You know, it's like, okay, maybe life has to happen to you. Right, right. Since you don't want to listen to me. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's what happens with all kids. Okay, yeah. I feel like that about my son now. <laughs> really? How old is he now? He's he's about to be nineteen in September. Okay, I see yeah. he be rocking his clothes like he has his own brand and mm-hmm, things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's but that's good though. Yeah. Did you get him into that or was that of his course. own? Okay, of course. And like he took a break for a while, and mm-hmm. then um, now I'm noticing because you know he's in college. I'll send him money every week. Okay. Um, but he's not posting as much as I would like for him to post. And I'm like, in order for you to make some money and for people to support you, they have to see that you're consistent and this is what you want to do. So now I recently just told him, I'm not sending you no more money until I see that you're working and you're trying because when I need some water and I need more snacks and stuff, I can't call my mom and say, mom, I need $20. No, I have to go to work. Yeah. So that's what you're going to do. So I I, I raised my son, like everything I've done for my son was intentional. Like I know what I'm doing with him. I know what I'm trying to create. And I'm definitely trying to create someone that's a part of the one percenters. Not someone that's a part of the 99%. No, facts. I like that because you have a lot of moms out here. They try to be they kids friend and be the you know the nice nice and yeah, it's like nah. yeah nah you can't do that you have to set them up for what the world is right and you have to be intentional exactly but maybe that's a Capricorn thing you know my cap in that the might, building yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might, that might be a Capricorn thing yes yes because yep. I'm 
the same way with my mm-hmm. kids. Yo, look, you got to get off that phone. You can't be on the gram just right. scrolling. Right. You know, you got to be intentional about everything. You know what yep. I mean? So, okay. I heard you say something where you said all money ain't good money. Mm-hmm. What made you say that? I mean, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. All, you can't say yes to everything that comes with a check. And um, a lot of times you can't say no to a lot of things that don't come with a check because then you miss out on a yeah. great opportunity. So yeah. every opportunity is not it's not good. So that's what I mean when I say all money is not good money. OK, no, that's like true. You can't even like you can't just say yes to everything. It has to be some kind of boundaries. Yeah, because then you don't fuck it up. No, fact, <laughs> fact. Hell yeah, you got to. So when that whole situation happened, right, where you your accident, right? Mm-hmm. What made you go the direction that you was going versus saying, hey, let me start like an OnlyFans or something like that? Um, during that time, there was no OnlyFans, number one, no? when okay. I fell. Because I fell okay. in like 2012. Okay, okay. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Um, there was no OnlyFans. And I took two years off from dancing mm. before I went back. Um, I went back because I now started doing music. And music mm. was becoming costly. So my initial plan was not to ever go back because mm. I was I was counting on music. And for yeah. two years, I was able to keep the, everything I needed for the music flowing. But then music started costing money. So I had to go back to what I knew. But I felt better because I, I knew I had a plan. Okay. And I knew to pay for music, I needed this money. So yeah. I, I, I had a plan this time. So I didn't feel bad about going back but it did take me a while to go back and my initial i didn't want to go back like i was like i'm done i'm never going back or whatever but okay i had to i ain't had no investors (laughs) (laughs) you know we gotta do what we gotta do (laughs) right but i also saw you stop drinking recently yeah recent okay Mm -hmm. congratulations thank you thank you what led up to that like what made you stop like I said, I'm going. I'm in a moment of in life where I want to be a, a woke. Like I feel like my whole life has been fogginess, mm-hmm. gray areas. I haven't enjoyed really? life. Like with all the fun that I've had, I notice like I didn't enjoy. I I, I don't. I'm looking back, like I was just doing some shit because I didn't know what anything else yeah. i'm do i'm going out spending money i'm buying nice stuff i'm driving nice cars but i'm doing all of this to please those people it wasn't really for me mm. you know in in our culture everybody you, people like it, it goes by what you have on yeah you know what i'm saying or what you're driving and stuff like that but Moments did, and during the time in my life where I'm dancing, I'm making 30 grand a month, driving a nice car, living good. You know what I'm saying? But my credit's fucked up. Damn. You know, yeah, like yeah. Okay. I don't have no business investments. I don't. I, I, I wasn't aware. Okay. You know, I make way less money now doing everything that I'm doing than I do dancing, but I've saved way more. I value a dollar on a different level. Like mm-hmm. I, my mind, like I have so much more knowledge now than i did then okay okay i could dig it i could dig (laughs) it so is that what led you into writing your book now well i wrote my book the two years i took off from dancing okay and i wrote my book because i'm a writer i've been a writer since a little girl i've always wrote stories i read i'm an avid reader i read a lot of books i read like yeah i read a lot i study everything um so my book was written during the time i took off only because i was bored i would be sitting in the house Mm -hmm. so i just started writing i didn't have a plan for the book it wasn't like i wanted to be the best-selling author or nothing like that yeah when i 
got like when I started Instagram came about, I started getting I got into Instagram late because mm-hmm. I was a Twitter user. Yeah, yeah. But when I finally got into Instagram, I was like, let me just promote this book and see what happens. Okay. When I started promoting the book, everybody started going crazy. But I still didn't get it yet. I, because when you're in a strip club and you're making all this money, like mm-hmm. if the, if even if you make a thousand dollars off of something, mm-hmm. because of your ego, well, because of me, because I'm tip and I can go to work and I can make five thousand. If I make a thousand dollars, it's like man, that's nothing. Like I'm not gonna take that serious. I only made a thousand dollars for that. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? So I kept pushing it to the side instead of seeing the bigger picture. Like yeah. it's the whole business and it could be a multi like the return on investment in writing books is crazy high yeah you know what i'm saying but i'm not thinking like that then so i ended up i just wrote the book while i was bored i put it up on instagram and it started i didn't it started getting traction i didn't realize it so my book's been out i put it out in 2016 it's been out since then i've never had a real marketing plan behind it so right now now I'm creating you, that, okay. and that's what I'm doing now, even though I have three other books already written yeah. that I'm ready to put out, but I don't want to make the same mistake I made the first time where I didn't do. I want to make make sure everything has its proper rollout, yeah. proper promo, because promo is everything. Of course, so, of course. Facts. Okay, okay. So kind of walk us through the process of you creating the book. It was my life. Every story in my book is true stories, things that, I, that either I went through personally or other women went through um mm. like i have a story in there that's based off of black china and her mom because i knew me and china were cool I've, okay I, I knew of her situation uh uh i got a, a story about me and dying peace that we went through um mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like these were real stories things that i've seen or things that i've been through yeah. personally okay okay so mm-hmm. ain't no cap in there none Every story is like a true story. And I don't exaggerate. I don't lie. I don't do nothing. So everything is like true. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I also saw that you got your book in Barnes and Nobles. Yes, I did. How do you make that happen? And that's crazy. Like, I never would have expected this. You know what I'm saying? Putting yeah. my book out in 2016, like, I just thought it was a joke. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm a writer. First of all, I'm a stripper. These people ain't going to take me serious. Like, you know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. A stripper who write books. Like, yeah, I always yeah, yeah. thought that that was weird. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so all these years I was promoting it. I, like I said, I didn't get it until recently. Uh-huh. I'm not getting a lot of stuff until recently. So I, I, I really, it took a minute. It was a whole process for me to get it there. Okay. I self-published my book in the beginning. Then I ended up, um, okay. uh, because I got into it online, a, a publishing company reached out to me and mm-hmm. my book got published by their company. So we had to work, we worked to get my book on all platforms instead of just Amazon where I had it when I was self-published. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So what tips can you give like an upcoming author? Just write everything. And, 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 and look at everything as a story. I look at everything as a story. Like this moment right here could be in my next book yeah. or my next script. Cause I'm writing movie scripts and stuff now. Also, I see so, that. I see you directing. You know, yeah. All right. So everything just write. I write everything. Like okay. even when I was doing my um my psychedelic journey journey the other day, mm-hmm. I, I was writing. You okay. know, so I write everything. All right. Kind of like journaling. Right. And right. I, that's the only that's the only tip you can give an author is like regardless of how busy you are, because sometimes I do get busy and I push writing to the back. Mm-hmm. And then I have to let myself like, nah, go back, go write. Yeah. You know, so just write. Okay, okay, okay. No. <laughs> I could definitely dig that, you know. Especially in the morning time, it's kind of like a 
affirmation in mm-hmm. a way. You know what I mean? Yep. Like your thoughts right. tapping into your right. psychological And that's thoughts. the best time to write. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. is, exactly. Okay. It's time to do anything. Yeah. No. Or, or four or five in the morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, five in the morning. Okay. Right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> five in the morning. Yep. Okay. So what, uh, all right, let me see here. Like what are some motivations? Because I see you also have uh, a book that you came out with, like motivation for writers. Mm-hmm. So like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What are some of your motivations right now? Um, my motivation is just all all my achievements, all my failures. Mm-hmm. Th- those are my motivations to write because I know there's so many people like me who have been through what I what I've been through. Then there's also a lot of people who don't know people like me. So it's best mm-hmm. to just tell the story. Yeah, you know. So those are my motivations, my 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 wins and my losses. Okay. All right. And you mm-hmm. don't have no problem telling out your losses. No. All right. Because that's what makes me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm a dope ass person and I'm that because of everything I've been through. No, facts, facts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are you turning the book into a movie? Is I that- am. I'm I well, into a series. Uh-huh. It's extremely expensive, but it's ex- only expensive because of the quality that you want that I wanted. Okay. You know, I'm a Capricorn, so everything has to be like, yes. you know? It has so, to be crisp. Right. So that's my goal. And what I set my mind on, that's what it's gonna be. So for that first book, mm-hmm. yes, my, my goal is to turn into series into a series and I am working on that now. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I was watching like a preview on your website. Mm-hmm. Right, there was a scene with you and a guy. Was that like a real thing you were reenacting? Uh, no, that was just a, a story in my book. That story was not about me, but I have been through things like that, so it's, okay. that's why it was easy for me to write. But that story wasn't about me, but it was that movie you saw, the little short movie, mm-hmm. was based on a chapter in my book. Oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Is that kind of why you are advocate for like uh, domestic violence now? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. So what made you wanted to go hard on that though? Um because I'm, as I'm going through this journey of yeah. accepting everything I've been through and loving myself regardless of what, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, that's that you can't be mad or down at yourself for choosing to stay with someone like that that long or you know what I'm saying? And there's other women who have made the same choices that you've made that yeah. are scared to speak out about it. And you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm at a point now where I've accepted that all those things made me who I am. So I, can, I don't have to feel bad about it. I don't have to feel like I can't talk about it. And if somebody says something about it, it's going to make me mad. Because I'm healed from that, you can't trigger me. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? You can't trigger those emotions anymore. So it's easier for me to speak about it okay. now. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. True wisdom. I like that. Mm, thank you. So where else can everybody get the book from? Everywhere. Every major Everywhere. book platform, my book okay. is there. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. So what's going to be next for you? Next for me is, well, I'm working on another project that I'm directing based on another book that I'm about to put out. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to, like I said, I'm in the promo thing now. I okay. do everything I know. Everything is promo. So I'm gearing up. So that when I drop that book, I could drop that series and mm-hmm. everything is all together and ready to go. Okay. So more books, more more webisodes, more series. Yeah. All right. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Well, it was so lovely to have you here, Queen. Thank you. You know Thank what I mean? You. Let everybody know if they don't know mm-hmm. where they can find you at. Everything is Miami Tip 305. You already heard what she mm-hmm. said, man. Miami Tip 305. It's your boy, Mr. Williams. I talk great. And we out of here. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>